Welcome to the Talk of Sykeston. I'm Glenn Cantrell. Today we're going to talk about history and a very important part of the city of Sykeston, and that's the train depot. So uh, many, many, many years ago, uh, some people got together and uh, created a railroad, and then John Sykes said, hey, we need to make sure we put a train depot in our town, and thus we have a train depot. And uh, it's, uh, you know, train depot is a very important part of the community. And to talk about it, we've got the current office manager of the Sykeston train depot, and that is Kristen Frohawk. And Kristen, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. So, the, as I mentioned, uh, you, you know, history-wise, train depots are just very significant to communities, right? Like Sykeston. Oh, yes. Uh, the train was our major commute through the states, really. Uh, whenever John Sykes saw that it was becoming a major uh, transportation for not only goods, but people as well, it was a way to bring people to our town and make it bigger. Um, it just brings different cultures and different mindsets together as well. You know, we I love going to like... Um and I have to admit, I haven't been to the train depot in a while. I need, I need to come by. But I love going to, um, like, when I'm walking in the city, the city hall, and they've got these pictures of downtown Sykeston from, you know, years and years ago. Right. And there's a, the train depot and all of its glory, and it's just packed full of people, and the trains are coming and going. I mean, it really created, essentially, um, a hub, if you will. Sykeston was kind of like this hub for a long right. time. Right. Uh, we're still technically a hub for the country because even going through I-55, it's just right there as you go north. Um, I think the train depot definitely helped bring Sykeston into that, what we know now. Um, that you bring people just down to the downtown area. That was where all your community stores were and all the people really wanted to hang out. Well, I mean, when people said, hey, I'm going into town, that's where they were going. Right. Right downtown. Right. Because that's where everything was. Right. Which we're kind of getting back to that, uh, sort of, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. like right now with with what the train depot is doing, downtown Sykeston is doing, we're seeing people kind of come back downtown again. Right. We're trying to get more events, more people, more stores and whatever we can downtown because more people want to see the history of what a town used to be. Lots of history in downtown Sykeston. We have buildings that, you know, date way back. And the train depot is one of those buildings, mm-hmm. essentially, I think. Uh, 1916 I, was whenever it was originally built. 1860? 1916. 1916. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Yeah. All right. I, I, I thought you said 60. I was like, hmm, I thought it was older than that. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. So 1916, um, so that makes the building uh, over 100 years old now, mm-hmm. 104, I guess, yep. right? Um, which is just really neat. I mean, I'm, I'm a history guy. I love history, kind of a nerd that way. <clears throat> I, I tell people that. And I'm, I freely confess that. Um, but I don't think people realize that building that sits on the – where it used to sit by tracks there in downtown Sykeston – how old it is, the importance of it, and and you all have these displays throughout the building inside that people can come and see and look at the history, right? Right. Uh, we have our cultural area where you kind of get an idea of what it was before even Sykeston was a town. You get an idea of the swamplands that they had to be drained. 
You also get an idea of the cotton that would be brought to the depot so it could be traveled on train to another town. Because we take that for granted, too. I yes. mean, in, in today's world, you know, we go around now, <clears throat> excuse me, and we see the, the brown bale type things of, of all the cotton just sitting out there in the fields for right. a few months, right? But back then, it was bringing into town, it's getting mm-hmm. weight. I mean, all the stuff that took place at the depot. Right. It definitely gives you an idea of things are similar, but we've... We have evolved from what it used to be. We even have like this big bale, square bale of cotton inside just to kind of give you an idea of what it was like. Uh, It kind of gives you a history of the cost as well. Yeah. You know, so when I was younger, the Cotton Carnival, I mean, was downtown Sykeston. And they would put the, I mean, the big thing was to be the farmer that put out the first bell of cotton. Right. And it would be on display there on, on the on the stage. Now right. things have changed and cotton gets picked later and you know, all that kind of stuff. But you know, that downtown depot part, you know, I, I mean, trying to imagine all of that cotton coming into town and this being, you know, taken out by railroad essentially, right? Right. Um it's just for me it's fascinating because every time I go into the depot I see something new. <laughs> We uh, Not only do we have the cultural part, we have our history. We have uh, one room just specifically for Sykeston. It gives you the old homes, the old neighborhoods. Um, even whenever the depot was in construction to become the museum now. So different things. I mean, you grew, uh, you grew up in Sykeston. Yes. Your mother is from Sykeston. Right. I've known her for, for a while. <laughs> you know, um, uh, were there things that you were discovering as you came into this new position at the depot that you just didn't know before that you thought was kind of neat, fascinating? Oh, yeah. Um, like, for me, I think it was fascinating to learn that our Sykeston used to be a military hub. Um, this is where military families would come and live because... We were we were going through a lot of wars back then. Uh, we even have the airport that still gives gas to the helicopters that come in. But it's I didn't realize how big that was until you go into our large gallery and you see the history of it. I thought the neat thing to learn about was the like Civil War, for instance. Like you're talking about military mm-hmm. Civil War, the Carol Fulton Line, which is what the, that was called back then, right. was like this huge um, uh, delivery, right, mm-hmm. of supplies right. and uh, the track between Sykes and I think Carol yes. it, it kept getting um, damaged. You're right. Uh, the Confederates would uh, actually. Confederates and the Union would actually rip up the train tracks, put in new tracks, say it's theirs. It was just a constant battle between each other just to make sure the other one didn't get their supplies. And then you mentioned the other military part, uh, and, and, and there are people that don't know this, but Sykeston was a training ground mm-hmm. in World War II for pilots. Right. Uh, so the airport here in Sykeston uh, trained all of these military pilots. There's actually some guys I know who went through training here. I mean, it was it was a big deal. And right. that train depot, people were still coming in on the train, right? right? It wasn't just delivering stuff. It wasn't just running through Sykeston right. or running to Stewart Steel. I mean, it was delivering people and passenger trains. Right. I. It's fascinating how even just like a, a train, we don't have it as much anymore, but it's like our cars or semis. It's our our way of transportation. Yeah. I personally would love to 
go on a train and see what I can see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's really neat, you know. Uh, I know Jackson used to have one where he go and, and do the sightseeing thing. and um, But you're right. A lot of people don't travel by train anymore, mm-hmm. right? Because we have cars, we have buses, we have airplanes and all that kind of stuff. But in that time period, I mean, to go from Sykes to St. Louis was an ordeal. Oh, yes. I mean, when I was a kid, it was an ordeal. to <laughs> right. travel 55 miles an hour in a big boat trying to go to St. Louis. It'd take more than two hours for right. sure. But you can't imagine what it would be like back then to travel from one uh, end of the coast to the other. You know, there was no plane travel. There right. know, weren't buses. It was pretty much by train. And, and the train depot, such an important part of Sykes and such an important part of this area and this community that Sykeston literally built around the train. the train depot. Yes. Um, they, there were actually like two lines that came through Sykeston. We had the Pacific and we had the Frisco line. Uh, both actually stopped at the depot that we have right now. Uh, the Frisco would go behind the building. We actually have part of that train track still intact. It's just covered with concrete. Hmm. Um, the other one is where the new sidewalk is. Um it kind of gives you an idea of what it was like, even just walking down the sidewalk. Yeah, and it's uh, hard to imagine because the new cotton trail that they put up, right? That's right. Really, really nice, kind of going down there. Uh, for those of us, well, those of us who grew up here, we know there right. was a train track there, right? At some point in time, but you know they're they're using it now as a as a trail, kind of a neat thing. And I've and I think I've seen that part. I think right, it's still visible. The one on the backside, mm-hmm. right, still yep. visible. And I've wondered about that. And that was the other. That rail was the, the rail line. Yep. So was it? I mean, you may not know. Was it at the other? Because we we know of the other. Uh, I guess what is that? East to west mm-hmm. uh, line. Was that further closer to downtown? Is that what we're? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one that went through town went from east west east to west, or however you want to say it. Yeah. Um, but it would go even to like Charleston or closer to the river, and then. Like heading south or north. Oh wait, no, that's the north south. Uh huh. Sorry, sorry. I, that's Get okay. My directions mixed up. That's the north south line that I'm, right. I'm talking about. Yeah. But that one, that one's still, I believe, is Pacific still. Um, yeah. It's just they had a like a turn into town. Yeah. Um, I even remember playing on the tracks myself. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, we for those for those of us that grew up here, a lot of, I mean, we know a lot of the history, right, of, right. Those, of those things, and people moving in have no idea, like well, why train depot, you know what I mean? <laughs> but there's no track, and we have to right. explain that. Of course, the train depot also has the um, the caboose, right? That right. is outside now, right? Uh, that people can go by and see and take pictures with. You got the building itself and things on the inside, and uh, just a really neat place for people to come and learn about the history. Of Most definitely. Now, do you guys ever have like students in? Do schools come in at all? Or we we do have like a fourth grade program. Um, fourth graders come in and learn history through some of the local volunteers. They because uh, we have local stories to help out, right? Yes. Yeah. We uh, we also have like an art show for our high schoolers. We have in April is when we'll have our judged 
High School Art Show. Today we're talking history. We're talking about the Sykeston Train Depot. It's over 100 years old. It's, it's this beautiful building that sits in downtown Sykeston. And uh, years and years ago, it was the hub uh, for the area. People came and left uh, via that train depot. And uh, people are still trying to make, or I guess in a way, trying to get Sykeston back to being that downtown Sykeston to being that hub again. And uh, one of those uh, people is Kristen Frohawk. Uh, Kristen is the office manager for the train depot here in Sykeston. And we've been talking about history. And you brought up uh, events that are happening. Uh, you have an event coming up in April, and that it's the uh, Judged High School Art Show. High School Art Show. So is this any high school student or just Sykeston? This will be like Sykeston, Charleston, anybody around the southeast Missouri area that uh, I will talk with teachers and see if they are available to bring in some of their art. Now, is there a, a, a specific kind of art you, that you allow or just any art? Well, all? this one, uh, since we have a separate photography show, we aren't allowing any photography in this show. But drawings, paintings, um, anything that they, even sculptures. And any subject matter or is there yeah. any subject matter? Yeah. Oh, nice. We want the kids to be able to express themselves. Now, we do have a few restrictions, but that's normal for a community museum. Yeah, yeah, we don't want, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we all understand. What, right. Yeah, there's got to be some restrictions there, uh, especially when we talk about students. But uh, really neat, though, the students uh, have the opportunity to essentially just do whatever they comes to them, right, right. In, in whatever medium they decide to use. Right. Now, that's going to be in April. Yes. Right? Now, you mentioned the photography um, show that just took place. Yes. Right? So I want to talk about that a little bit because I uh, I love photography and I um, love to, to, you know, see pictures and, and how people present, you know. I mean, you can take a picture. You can have five people and say, listen, I want you all five of you to take a picture of this one thing. And they will all do it differently. Right. Right? Have their different vision for that picture. And right. I really love that. I love for this show we have an adult the adults category and the kids category. You'd be surprised at how well even like a 10-year-old could take a picture if they're trained right. Yeah. I mean, I had three kids bring in pictures I didn't even think would be a picture. But one was like scarves and I thought it was just curtains. And she explained it in a way that I was excited about scarves <laughs> yeah but it's creative i mean that's right. a, i mean look, kids mind is so creative and give them some way to express that creativity you see some pretty neat things right um i i really liked this show because not only did we have like neoclassic we had people do abstract and one of the artists uh, people were trying to figure out if it was just a bubble, like someone blew a bubble and they took the picture, but it was actually a glass bubble, like mm. a paperweight. And she hit the lighting just right to make it look like it's just a bubble in air. So it is pretty amazing. I mean, you do have the different um, way, the filters that you could use naturally on your camera, mm -hmm. the lighting that you, you can use naturally on your camera, but then what people are able to do with computers now and pictures. Right. It's pretty neat, too. Oh, yeah. Um, we try not to allow too much Photoshop because we want it to be the natural picture. Mm -hmm. um, 
that's a hard technique because so many people use the Photoshop to make what they're seeing. Well, and in trying to, because I've seen people who are just a master with their camera, and mm-hmm. you would say, oh, that was Photoshop, and they're <laughs> like, uh, no, no, that's not Photoshop. So I don't know how do you tell the difference in that. Or you just ask, I guess. You just ask sometimes. Um, sometimes it's easy to tell. Other times, I'm for me, I can't tell. <laughs> yeah. But usually the judges that we pick know what's real and what's not. When do – I just had a – I can't speak for some reason all of a sudden. When can someone submit those pictures? Like, when should people be looking for the opportunity to submit their pictures for the contest? Well, um, I try to send out emails or uh, spread the word a little bit before the event, maybe a month in advance. And I try to put it on Facebook as well. Okay. Um, I try to get people engaged and try to... uh, say hey why don't i try this okay and um how many is is there just one time a year that you do the photo contest yes it's january through february all right so january through february is a photo contest you got Mm -hmm. the uh art show for students coming up uh in april yes and then periodically you all either have i I think some authors in every now and then and then also just some artists from around the area yep uh i know Soon we will have, uh, like, Clay Guthrie. He'll be bringing in a photography show of his own, just all of his work. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the dates right now. But well, um, watch the Facebook page, yes. right? Um, but uh, the authors will come in and sign books for you, talk about what they're interested in. Recently we had Rick Justice come in, and he's more of the Civil War history so you kind of get different ideas from around town. Yeah. And, and you know what's interesting is that people don't realize, you know, when we think of the Civil War. Right. right? We think of far-off battles. Right. right. We think of all these different places. But, you know, in New Madrid, we had the, the battle t- that took place down there. Right. You know, uh, Ulysses S. Grant's very first uh, skirmish was on Missouri soil. Right. Right. You know, he was across the Illinois and came mm-hmm. across and, and right. uh, you know, and it's not that far away down in Mississippi County. People right. don't realize that. Uh, Missouri was a very much a, flip, a flip-flop state, mm-hmm. but you'd be surprised how much history you have just within the Civil War. We may have just became a state or, but we had so many different ideas. Even today, we're still a flip-flop state. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing the history of of not just Missouri but this area. We just don't realize the rich history. You know, we we grow up here and you right. just you, do, you just live here and you're just like, oh, it's Sykeston. What do you say? Right. But you know, there's so many different things that have occurred. Uh, you know, the different people that have been here. Ronald Reagan was here once for a chamber um, annual meeting thing um, that you know years ago uh, before he was president. Right. Right. Um, you know, uh, the history of the rodeo and the stars they've had here, and uh, the train depot and all the history behind it, and the downtown Sykeston. And there's just so much to learn. And I know that you guys uh, have some of that information on your website, right? People can learn about the history on the website? Yes. Uh, We have a lot of John Sykes history on the website, mainly because he was the founder and he wanted to make Sykeston into something better. Which we all do. Right. Hopefully. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, you mentioned, uh, so we've got the website, and then you mentioned the Facebook page, and you're trying to keep people informed that way. I mean, yes. social media is a big part of yes. history now. Right. Uh, it's just Sykeston Depot Museum. If you look up 
us up on Facebook. We I try to keep events up as they come up. They I try to keep people engaged. How can people get involved? Like, if they is there a way to volunteer? Is there a way to help in, oh, in yes. some way? Uh, we're open like ten to four Tuesday through Saturday, so you can come in work th- volunteer uh, for three hours, uh, just helping like clean or give tours, learn about the history, or help us with an event, help us get ready. Um, there's all kinds of things you can do here. So if you're a history nerd. Right. <laughs> right. It's a great place to go and hang out and to oh, yes. uh, volunteer and to learn more about the depot, about Sykeston, and then actually help educate people. Exactly. I love doing those things. We went to the Laura, Laura Ingalls Wilder uh, home last year and took my mother and that sort of thing. And so, that you know, I have all these volunteers there, and they take you through the tour, and they know everything right. except my mother. My mother kept saying, well, you know, that's right, but because she knows everything <laughs> Anyway, so that's it's just a great place to you know it's neat to hang out and get and learn more about the history and give history and so just uh, make sure you contact them phone number. Kristen, who can they call? Uh, you can call me at the Sykes and Depot um, or my personal cell. Uh, it's five seven three three eight zero nine one three eight. And what's the number to the Depot. I can't remember can't right remember now. Uh, okay, we'll put it on the we'll put it on our Facebook page. I apologize. So, right. No, no, it's okay. Kristen, thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Kristen Frohawk. Uh, we thank her for being on the show, and it just shows I'm getting old because I've known Kristen and her family for a long time. Uh, so uh, they're all adults now, and I feel old. But that's okay. Uh, listen again if you miss it, miss the show. Catch us uh, on the podcast on Podbean or on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook to see who's going to be on the show as well. Thanks to Kristen again, and thank you for joining us on the Talk of Sykeston. I'm Glenn Cantrell.